This is AgriPulse Daybreak for Friday, October 1st, brought to you by Edge Dairy Farmer Cooperative. Good morning. I'm Jeff Nelly. Here's today's headlines. Help is on the way. Chekhov Challenge stays alive. Controversial nominee confirmed. Congress funds $10 billion in disaster aid. Congress has adverted a government shutdown while providing $10 billion in assistance for ag disasters that have occurred over the last year and this year. The aid was included in the stopgap funding bill that President Biden signed into law last night. The eligible disasters include the drought that has ravaged much of the west and the northern plains, the freeze that destroyed Texas citrus crops this winter, and last year's derecho in Iowa, smoke-tainted wine grapes in California. They're also covered. Top Republican of the House Ag Committee, Glenn G.T. Thompson of Pennsylvania, voted for the bill that includes the disaster aid. However, most other GOP members of both the Senate and the House Ag Committees opposed it. And that includes Senate Ag Ranking Member John Bozeman of Arkansas. I take note, some 81% of the West and 44% of the Central and Northern Plains currently in severe drought or worse. That according to the latest U.S. Drought Monitor. To be eligible for aid, a producer's county must be in a D2 drought for at least eight consecutive weeks. The disaster provisions originated in the House in an earlier version of the bill that included an increase in the federal debt ceiling that Senate Republicans imposed. Checkoff lawsuit proceeds. A federal judge in Washington, D.C. has denied USDA's motion to dismiss a challenge to its administration of the beef checkoff program. The decision allows the lawsuit to move forward. RCAF USA sued the Department of in September over memorandums of understanding that USDA entered into with state beef councils that were later upheld by the Ninth U.S. Circuit Court of Appeals. But the group's new complaint says the MOUs with state programs should be declared unlawful because USDA did not seek notice and comment first. Now keep in mind, RCAF still has to jump through some hoops before it can argue the merits of the case before U.S. District Judge Randolph Moss. In his opinion, the judge said RCAF had, quote, adequately alleged the elements of associational standing, but ordered more briefing on the factual question whether RCAF actually has standing. Moss says RCAF faces a tall order. The group must prove that at least one named member has suffered or will suffer a concrete injury in fact that is fairly traceable to the procedural wrongs alleged in the complaint and that a favorable decision is likely to redress such injury. We'll have more AgriPulse Daybreak after this. Today's Daybreak is sponsored by Edge Dairy Farmer Cooperative a powerful advocate in Washington for farmers throughout the Midwest. Dairy farmers have always been leaders in caring for the environment, and they continue to lead in addressing changing climate conditions. We believe environmentally focused policies affecting agriculture should be guided by farmers, grounded in science, driven by the market, and sufficiently flexible to allow for innovation at the farm level. Welcome back to AgriPulse Daybreak. ASF vaccine holds promise for Dominican Republic and Haiti. 
USDA's announcement of a vaccine breakthrough to protect hogs against the Asian strain of African swine fever may also prove effective against the strain infecting pigs in the Dominican Republic and Haiti. However, more research will be needed, USDA officials tell AgriPulse. The latter strain is closely related to the strains currently impacting Asia and Europe, a spokesperson for the Animal and Plant Health Inspection Service said, adding, quote, We have not identified any mutation that would impact virulence or antigenic properties. Paul Sundberg, executive director of the Swine Health Information Center, tells AgriPulse, quote, The expectation is that the vaccine candidate talked about today would be effective. But until there are vaccine trials done on the island with the vaccine, those pigs and those conditions, nobody can say with 100% surety. Senate confirms Stone Manning to be BLM director. The Senate confirmed Tracy Stone Manning to lead the Bureau of Land Management on a party line vote last night following an emotional debate over her role in a tree spiking incident more than 30 years ago. All 50 Democrats voted to confirm five Republicans did not vote. Republicans accused Stone Manning of lying to the Senate Energy and Natural Resources Committee when she said she was not involved in the spiking of trees in the Clearwater National Forest in Idaho. I don't want an eco-terrorist as my state's landlord that Alaska Republican Dan Sullivan. Montana Democrat John Tester, for whom Stone Manning worked as a regional director, said she had, quote, done nothing wrong and that she would be good for the BLM. She can get the job done, Tester said. She can bring people together of all political likes, and she can do what's best for the American people. You can read more about Stone Manning at agripulse.com. U.S. rice exports get boosts from Iraq trade. U.S. rice exports were strong in late September thanks to major shipments to Iraq, according to the latest weekly trade data released yesterday by the USDA's Foreign Agriculture Service. The U.S. shipped almost 55,000 metric tons of rice to Iraq in the week ending, or week of September 17th to the 23rd, and most of that grain, over 43,000 tons, was purchased by the Iraqi government. Total U.S. rice exports for the seven-day period were up 29% from the prior four-week average, that according to the FAS. U.S. net sales of rice were also strong for the week, but Japan was the biggest buyer, taking in over 39,000 tons for delivery for the 21-22 marketing year. Taiwan was the second-largest customer, contracting to buy 12,000 tons. Also of note, China continued strong purchases of U.S. soybeans for 21-22, that according to the new trade data. Chinese buyers bought 776,000-plus tons of U.S. soybeans for the week of September 17th to the 23rd. Here's today's He Said It. Inclusion of these provisions is the fastest way to get this critical assistance out the door to our producers, and it will bring more producers into the crop insurance program. That House Ag Committee Chairman David Scott of Georgia on the $10 billion in ag disaster aid in the continuing resolution passed last night. Well, that's Daybreak for this Friday, October 1st, brought to you by Edge Dairy Farmer Cooperative. 
For the latest news out of Washington, D.C., visit AgriPulse.com. For AgriPulse Daybreak, I'm Jeff Daly.